Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. You are now tuned into the Cherry Picking Podcast with your host, Andre Cherry. Hey everybody, welcome into the Cherry Picking Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Cherry, and I hope you had a great holiday season. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope you had a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Right now we're getting ready for New Year's Eve, and hopefully you're all looking forward to the start of 2022. Hopefully that brings good things, good news, good vibes to all of us. In the new year, there's always hope and optimism that the new year brings everything that you're looking for in your life in terms of making the change or being on the right foot and the right path in terms of career or your personal goals. Hopefully it brings everything that you're looking for. Hopefully we're on the right path as a society. Uh, I know this pandemic has been tiresome these last couple years, but hopefully we are going to be pushing forward and having more breakthroughs, and everybody's got good health in 2022. So there's a lot to look forward to and a lot to hope for as we kind of lead up to 2022. We've got the college football playoff. And if you're like me, you are pumped for these matchups. We've got the Cotton Bowl, the Orange Bowl. So on this episode, I just want to preview those matchups for you to prepare and and help you get ready for these games that will be played on December 31st on New Year's Eve. And so we'll just kick this episode off. We've got the Cotton Bowl, and this is a matchup between Alabama and Cincinnati. Cincinnati is number four in the nation, 13-0. Alabama is number one. They're 12-1 this season. And this Cotton Bowl matchup is the sixth meeting between Alabama and Cincinnati. Bama leads 5-0 all-time. The last meeting came on November 17th, 1990. So I was a young, young kid back in 1990. Bama won that matchup 45-7. to This is actually the first time Nick Saban is facing Cincinnati during his illustrious head coaching career. And the same can be said of Luke Fickle, who was facing Alabama for the first time during his head coaching career. He's been a coach for six seasons now. So these two coaches will be meeting for the first time. These two teams will be meeting for the first time. And this is a matchup between one of the best. I mean, Alabama is number one right now, but they are—they have been the best, one of the best teams in college football for years uh, within the Power Five ranks. Cincinnati has been one of the better teams within the Group of Five ranks for a few seasons now. This is a matchup that a lot of people have been waiting for. Not Maybe not this matchup specifically between Alabama and Cincinnati, a lot of folks have been wanting to see a group of five team make it to the playoffs. It almost feels as if the committees have been kind of excluding a group of five teams that may have been worthy in the past, but excluding them for the power five teams. And so now you, you get this matchup. Cincinnati ran the table this season. They went 13 and 0. They won against everybody on their schedule. They beat Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. And the Irish don't lose at home. And Cincinnati came in to South Bend, Indiana and beat Notre Dame. That was a huge game, a huge momentum builder for Cincinnati and really was the benchmark for what they would do the rest of the season. They used that as a stepping stool 
for them to run the season the rest of the way in the American. So a lot of people have been waiting and wanting Cincinnati or a group of five team to make it into the playoffs, and we finally get that matchup. You get one of the best out of the Power Five. You get one of the best out of the group of five in this first matchup in the playoff game, in this semifinal matchup, and this is going to be a fun one. Cincinnati, in my opinion, they are worthy of being here. They are worthy of making it to the to the dance. They are worthy of this moment right here. Can they capitalize on this opportunity? Can they upset and shock the world? Can they shock Alabama? That is the bigger question, and we will have to wait to see how it plays out. But Cincinnati is worthy of being here right now. As I mentioned, Cincinnati has some big wins this season. They beat Notre Dame 24-13 when Notre Dame was ranked number 9 at the time on the road. And then Cincinnati also beat number 21 Houston 35-20 to in the American Conference Championship game to claim its second straight AAC championship. And Cincinnati is the first non-Power 5 team to make it to the playoffs after finishing as the nation's only undefeated team. Cincinnati did what it had to do this season, and they are making it to the playoffs for a chance to make it to the college football playoff finals. Cincinnati this season, they ranked number four in the country. They put up the eighth most points in college football, so 39.2 points per game. And its defense is is pretty stout as well. The defense limits opponents to 16.1 points per game, which is best for fourth in the entire country in all of football. So this defense can get after it. The offense is is good as well. This is going to be a, a, a good game. Hopefully there's some balance here because we've seen teams in the Power Five. I'm, I'm looking at Oklahoma. I'm looking at Notre Dame. They get into the playoffs and then they just kind of don't show up. And I'm hoping that Cincinnati brings enough, <laughs> brings enough offense, defense to make this a game, to make it uh, competitive. But they've got a tough task ahead of them if they expect to beat Alabama because Alabama gets up for this moment. They get up for the playoffs. And if we look at Alabama's history, Bama will be playing in its 12th college football playoff matchup when the Crimson Tide meet number four Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl. Bama is 8-3 and all-time in the college football playoff game since the playoffs' inception in 2014. Alabama is the only team to appear in seven of eight playoffs. Alabama holds the record for most games played and wins in the history of the college football playoffs. Bama won the national championship in 2015, 2017, and 2020. So Bama has reached the national championship game in five of his six seasons in the playoffs. Biggest wins this season. We're looking at Alabama real quick. They beat Miami, Florida, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Georgia, and those wins are significant because Bama went 5-0 and against teams that were ranked in the top 25 this season. So at one point or another, Miami, Florida, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Georgia, they were ranked in the top 25. If we take a look at that today, Miami, certainly not a top 25 team. Florida wasn't a top 25 team. But at the start of the season, when they played them, they were ranked really high in the AP top 25. So... A win is a win, and they were ranked. And so Bama, they get up for those ranked matchups against teams in the top 25. If you look at it all time, Alabama is 71-17 and against the top 25 since the start of 2008. So they they get up 
for these matchups. Some of the biggest wins for Alabama outside of that list, certainly. Auburn, they weren't ranked this season, but that was a pivotal matchup at a point in the season where if Alabama lost that game, they probably wouldn't be in the playoffs. Or that's what we suspect. That's what I suspect. I'm not sure two loss Alabama wouldn't have been in the playoffs because I had no indication from the committee that they wouldn't consider a two loss Alabama. But a lot of folks who cover college football, a lot of folks in the media thought that if Alabama lost to Auburn in the Iron Bowl this season, that they would have been eliminated. But Alabama took care of business and they beat Auburn in four overtimes. That game went four overtimes and they won 24 to 22. The Iron Bowl had never gone to overtime in its history, which is crazy. And the fact that Auburn came this close, this close to beating Alabama was crazy. I mean, Alabama must be destined to win it all. Like They had some close calls against Auburn. They had a close call against Arkansas back-to-back weeks, and they still survived. They still won. They found a way, and great teams do that. Great teams find a way to win, even when they're down, even when the chips are against them. And Alabama just continued to reload every week. And then Georgia, they played them this year. They beat the brakes off of Georgia. Alabama is looking like one of the best teams in college football. I wouldn't be surprised if they won it all again. I think a lot of people are tired of seeing Alabama. A lot of people that are outside of Alabama who are not uh, supporters or, or or fans of the program certainly are waiting for somebody else to step up and beat Alabama. And we were hoping that would have been Georgia, but Alabama took care of business and handled Georgia easily. No problem. Alabama, they're great. I mean, they're a great team. They get a matchup against Cincinnati, hoping that Cincinnati has enough to make it a game. But in my opinion, I think Bama just rolls Cincinnati. I really do. I think they're going to win this game. My question is, will it be close? Will it be uh, competitive? Will it be worth a watch? That's my hope. But I, I just don't see how Alabama will lose this game because they get up for these matchups. And this season, they've been tested. They have been tested game in and game out, and they are still here. They are in the playoffs. And so they they are going to be ready for this matchup against Cincinnati, no question about it. And so if I had to make a prediction, I would probably take Bama over Cincy, no problem. Then if we pop down here real quick, we'll talk to you about the Orange Bowl. That's a matchup between number three, Georgia, number two, Michigan. Georgia was looking like the darling of college football all season. They are just rolling opponents. Their defense, we heard so much about how their defense was limiting teams to less than seven points a game. Georgia had probably one of the worst moments in its season, losing to Alabama the way that they did at the end of the season. I mean, that's that's the worst possible time to lose. But they are still in the playoffs. They are still in this tournament. They still have a shot to make it to the finals. They just have to beat number two, Michigan. Michigan's 12-1 right now this season. But if we're looking at Georgia, their biggest win, their best win, this season was, was when they beat four ranked teams this season. So they beat Clemson, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky. Arkansas, Auburn, and Kentucky, those games were back-to-back-to-back against ranked teams. So Georgia gets up for big games as well. I mean, kind of, because that Alabama game, they kind of got embarrassed. But they 
played well all season. This is a team that, like I said, was limiting opponents to only 6.91 points per game. Uh, but the 24 points scored by Georgia in the Bama game was the second lowest point total they've had all season offensively. So uh, Bama really ex- exposed some things to the to the nation in that matchup against Georgia. But up to that point, Georgia was really looking like one of the best teams in college football, arguably. So 12-1 this season, as I mentioned. On offense, they score 39.4 points per game, which is best for 7th in the entire country. Uh, they limited opponents to 9.5 points per game, which is best for first in all of college football. Uh, that went up after the Georgia uh, loss to Alabama. But that's still pretty impressive to hold opponents to less than 10 points per game. That's that's pretty, pretty good work by the defense. So they're going to need that type of effort against Michigan because Michigan puts up some offense. Michigan is a team that runs the ball really, really well. And they can score from all different angles. They can score through the air, on the ground. I mean, this team is pretty solid. And they are deserving of making it to the playoffs as well. I mean, the the best team out of the, the Big Ten, this is Jim Harbaugh's shot to make people shut up. He, he can shut people up if they can win a game against Georgia. I don't think he necessarily needs to win the, the championship. But I do think he needs to win a college football playoff game to maybe get some more respect in college football, or at least within the Big Ten ranks. He probably won't shut up Ohio State because they've won in the college football playoffs. They've won a national championship in this tournament. So I'm not sure that he would be able to uh, get much respect from them. But I, I just think he's done a great job this season. He stuck it out. The, the school stuck it out with him. And so they are now in the playoffs. They have a shot to make it to the championship game. They need to beat Georgia. Michigan, if we look at their resume, they had three great wins against opponents this season. Penn State, Ohio State, and Iowa. That Ohio State victory probably felt the best. (laughs) That was probably the most fulfilling victory this season to beat Ohio State. You hate these guys. You finally snapped that streak of losses to Ohio State which had dated back, what, a decade or so, more than that, since the last time Michigan has beaten Ohio State, so I'm sure that felt good. But now you have a shot to do something even more special, and you can win a playoff game against Georgia, make it the championship game, and who knows, maybe shock the world and win the playoffs, win the college football playoff championship game. Anything is possible. Anything is within reach. So this season... We take a look at Michigan. Uh, they had a nine and zero conference record, twelve and one in the season uh, against their teams on the schedule. Points per game, they scored thirty seven point seven points per game, which is best for thirteenth in the country. They limited opponents to sixteen point one points per game, which is best for fifth in the country. So offensively, defensively, they're a pretty balanced team. But again, they run the ball really well, and I'm curious to see how they will do against Georgia's defense. Because Georgia has a pretty stout defense, but Michigan runs the ball pretty well, very effective. And so this will be a matchup that will be worth the watch, in my opinion. So that was a real quick episode. Just wanted to have something for you to listen to to get you ready for the college football playoffs this season, which will be happening here in a few days. This is officially my last episode of 2021, probably my last episode of the college football season. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed all the episodes this season. 
If you miss any one of them, if you want to go back in time, listen to episodes from a few years ago, you can go to cherrypickingsports.com and you can find all my content. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, really. You can find it on Libsyn. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. So I hope you go back and download some episodes, listen to the content. I really enjoy putting this show together. I appreciate the downloads. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the follows. I'm just trying to grow this brand up bigger and better each season. And I'm excited for season five of the Cherry Picking Podcast. And I appreciate you coming along with me on this journey. If you've been a part of this show for the last four seasons, I enjoy doing this. I do this for fun. But I want to grow this bigger and better and better in 2022. So I want to thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for being a supporter. Thank you for being a friend, honestly. Hope you enjoy watching college football this postseason. We've got the playoffs coming up here. And I hope you enjoy watching the national championship game because it, it should be an exciting matchup. I'm predicting probably Alabama versus Michigan. I think that would be a dream scenario to have Bama and Michigan go toe-to-toe against one another. But I'm really excited for any outcome. I just want to watch college football. I love it so much. So thank you for downloading the show. Thank you for being a supporter. Hope you have fun. Please be safe, everybody. Love one another. Make sure you wear your mask still and wash your hands and, and all that stuff. But thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a supporter of this show and following me on this journey. You can find me on Twitter at Cherry underscore Pickin. Interact with me if you want to talk college football or anything, really. I'm, I'm here to be that uh, contact for you. So reach out, holler at me, enjoy college football, and I will talk to you in 2022. Take care, everybody. Peace. Thank you again for tuning into my Cherry Pickin' Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe to my show and drop me a rating on Apple Podcasts. All of my digital content can be found at the website cherrypickingsports.com. If you are looking to interact with me via social media, my Twitter handle is at cherry underscore pickin. That's P-I-C-K-I-N. On my Twitter, you'll also find a link to my blog where I post my weekly college football predictions and analysis. I can also be reached via email at cherrypickinsports at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me regarding what you like about this podcast or about what content you'd like to hear more of on future episodes. I sincerely thank you for your support, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care.